What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Stoppage Time Stooges. I'm your host, Christian DeBlock, joined by my good friends, Jacob Aframian and Ricardo Martinez-Paz. And we got a debut for one of our favorite guests, Jonathan Kinane, our second guest all time. Buddy, how are we doing? I'm I'm honored to be the second guest all time. <laughs> our favorite um, guest. We've only had two. Oh, I mean. well, you know, I, I know who the first guest was, and I'm I'm hoping uh, by the end of the show I will be uh, your guys' favorite <laughs> guest if I am if I'm not already. Our first guest was your apprentice. I know. It's all coming full circle. Scary. <laughs> <laughs> but very happy to be here. Thank you guys for inviting me on. No, of course. Yeah. I mean, who, who, else, who else was going to want to talk Brentford? I mean, that's true. There aren't very many Brentford fans out there. <laughs> well, it's uh, a good time for Brentford. Two wins in their last four, so it's it's picked up slightly. But uh, we'll uh, we'll get to that later in the show. But I think there's only one way we can start this, and uh, it's news we've thought of for a while. And uh, Ricardo still not totally convinced. Kylian no. Mbappe. Reported today that he is going to leave PSG at the end of the season. The links to Real Madrid have been there for what seems like two or three seasons now. <laughs> Finally feels like we're getting closer, but of course that's not confirmed news yet. Ricardo, I got to start with you. Uh, I know you said off air doesn't really change much, but would you like to elaborate on that? Uh, I mean, considering all of the drama that's gone on the last two seasons with him, with him nearly joining a couple times and then changing his mind at the last minute, you know, it's uh, this to me is like, you know what, a grain, take it with a grain of salt. I won't believe it until I see him with Florentino Perez uh, at, at like Real Madrid signing that contract, putting that ink, that paper, like seriously, like I just... Yeah, it's a step closer, I guess, to him joining Madrid because realistically, where else is he going to go, especially with, you know, that being his favorite club growing up and all his idols and stuff like that. Like, where else would he go? Um, I, I'm just like, I'm hoping that this doesn't turn into, again, this dragged on thing that ends up. You know, where, where Killian decides, you know what, never mind, I'm just kidding. I'm going to stay with PSG and <laughs> just a, to a total 180 that, like, you know, that would really be that would piss me off like crazy. But like, I just want it done. But I mean, if, if he if he does it again, it's like, you know, the saying is like, fool me once, you know, shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Fool me three times. And <laughs> that's I'm kind of worried. That's where it's going to what it's going to come to. But um just i just want it to happen it's just so annoying like you can't keep doing this man like make up your damn mind already like just do it now i don't see what the harm is like just just iron out the details the the fine print all the the bonuses and all that crap i don't know like honestly you don't even deserve the same wages because of how much you played us the last two no ricardo what? he's one of the five best players in the world he deserves no, whatever you, wages he wants. Have you seen the reports, though, that apparently the, the offer that is on the table right now is lower wages than what he's earning currently at PSG? I mean, well, that's I don't ridiculous. <laughs> well, uh, what I don't know if any of you saw the article today from The Athletic from David Ornstein, but apparently his salary right now at PSG is $215 million a year. 
which is <laughs> nuts. I don't That's know how insane. a club can afford that, which I guess <laughs> it alludes to your point that really Real Madrid is the only one that can afford it. Barcelona yeah. doesn't have the funds. Nobody in the no, Premier League. <laughs> nobody in the Premier League can pull that off, especially no, with financial probably, probably probably being not. so prevalent. Probably not. So, I, I just yeah. don't see anyone else being able to give him what he wants, really. Yeah, it? but like at the same time, you have to understand it's like this team is like ready to win regardless, and it's like you gotta, like everyone has to get paid, everyone has to get their mm-hmm. share and whatever, and. You know, some of these players will get even more wages. As I mean, like we have such a young team, uh, or at least a younger team than we've had in recent years. So eventually, those guys are going to have to get paid. So you got to think long term too. Like it can't just be about you. So that's I mean, lower wage. I don't know how much lower those wages would be, or that how much you'd be, how much less you'd be earning. But it certainly can't be that much. Like two hundred fifteen million. That's insane. Insane amount, even for Madrid. I think, you know, Mbappe, if I'm not mistaken, he turned down a Saudi offer, right? Yes. Over the, over the summer. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. I, was like, I don't oh, know how my. much it was, but it's probably an exorbitant amount of money. So I think that winning is important to him, which is probably a, a good sign for you, Ricardo. Yeah, I would hope so. I mean, he's probably going to win La Liga a lot. Liga isn't exactly the cream of the crop or anything no <laughs> farm I mean, hey, the, the only year that they didn't win the league was when jacob's current manager was at the club so, <laughs> so i had to, I had to throw that you in. had to throw that in there <laughs> um one thing I, ricardo before i let everyone else touch in on this do you in a position of leaving without a number nine at the moment or true number nine would you rather have mbappe this summer or I know there's been a lot of reports about Howland potentially leaving City maybe next summer. Would you rather have Howland or Mbappe in this current Real Madrid team? See, that's 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 like I would prefer Holland. Okay. Just I just think he's better than Mbappe as his goal scorer. Maybe not by much, really. Um and he's he's definitely more of like an out and out like striker, sure. an out and out nine. So mm. um that's kind of why I would lean towards him, but I'm not gonna complain with him, Bob. No, if can't. Like, he's <laughs> just the pace. Yeah. You can I mean you can play him across the, the front line wherever. Like it's just the, the fluidity that like I'm trying to like chill out, but like just envisioning the that front three of Rodrigo, Vinny, and Bob, like that's disgusting like that's so much pace up there like <laughs> good luck oh, yeah. in transition this team's going to be even more lethal but well this is the perfect time to bring our other madrid fan in here mr <laughs> hard how we doing in the car. Oh, we're, at, we're in the car we're at work in uh sea caucus new jersey <laughs> and home of the uh 2026 world cup final and uh ready i i i couldn't miss this I couldn't miss this to, to stick it in Ricardo and Christian's face with Jacob. Yeah, we aren't there yet. Good, dear, dear friend, Jonathan Kinane. I, I had to say hi to him. Oh. <laughs> Hello, my friend. Real. So see you, Dad. Shut up. So see you, Dad. All right. Well, Andrew, quickly before we, we get to that, which, you know, is not something we and Ricardo wanted to discuss this week. Uh, oh, what are your thoughts to. on Mbappe to – Real Madrid uh, 
I don't think he's going to Madrid. I think he's going to Arsenal. No, uh, no, really? no, no. I think he's going to go to, no, I think no, he no, wants no, to be no. Thierry Henry. No. <laughs> Why would you I, say that? <laughs> I, 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 I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I think that's what's going to happen. Someone at work convinced me. <laughs> this is, um, this is oh, my geez. worst. Tell him they're delusional. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what I'm worried about. Is that no, I, he's I he's that... he's gonna. I, it all makes sense. It's all set up to go to Arsenal. They they need a striker. Right now, Real Madrid, especially if Madrid wins the Champions League this year, and they prove they don't need a true striker. You know, I I think there's more of a chance of Mbappe going to Arsenal if Madrid wins the Champions League, especially if Endrick <laughs> coming next year as well. I, there's going to be no space. And it's not ready to start. No, but my point is Mbappe's in the prime of his career. He's going to turn 20 or no, he's going to turn 26 this year. So like, you know, he's going to be playing for a long time. <laughs> and even more reason for him to join Real. <laughs> sure. But I, I just think if they win the Champions League, that's going to be proof. Hey, we don't need a striker. We don't need to shout this much money. No. I know it's Madrid, and they have infinite money. No, 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 no. But I also think <laughs> legacy-wise, I think, I think winning something at Arsenal would mean something to him. No. I think he's not winning with Madrid. Man City there with Pep there. He's not winning anything. <laughs> I think no. I I I'm telling you, it's it's this is this is gonna give me a heart attack one of these days. You happens. It's gonna give you a heart attack. Yeah. Hey, oh, he's saying he's staying the drama with Madrid. Oh yeah, well. but if you know, uh, if Mbappe goes to Arsenal, no, of course I want him in Madrid. I, I, let's get that straight. Of not like your team's competing with Arsenal, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, I mean, you can't. Yeah, even, you yeah, can't, which means I don't want it to be even worse than it already is. You, Jacob, you can't even compete with Brentford right now. I mean, what's going on? <laughs> well, <laughs> they're above us in the table. No, not, I, know, I, know, I know, I know, not by much. I just, I just wanted to, you know. Pump you up a little, Johnny. Well, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> God damn it. Classic <laughs> managing editor move right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Andrew, why'd you bring that up? I don't need to think about I that. I had to bring... Um... I thought about it, too. I was thinking about... It's a scary thought. That's the only alternative. It's, Real, it's, 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 not, it's either going to be Real or Arsenal. It's, it's going to be one of those two. It's a nightmarish thought. Forget scary. Yeah. It's a nightmare if he goes there. <laughs> Him with that stupid red uniform on. Oh, I'm gonna puke. Him pointing at the badge. Oh no! <laughs> He's a guy at the bridge. No, no, oh, oh my god! Gonna have nightmares about Mbappe scoring. In your least favorite color, color red. Yeah, and my least favorite team, Arsenal. <laughs> Gets worse for Jacob. And don't forget that M. That Chelsea had him, Bobby, when he was like 10. Remember that? Remember oh that? my god, don't our group chat picture is him. Jacob, <laughs> is that all Chelsea is now? It's now just personal history. Hey, you took this photo <laughs> well, of truck. Hey, Moises Kaiser, you took this picture of your mom in the back of a pickup truck. Of a oh, don't kid. don't you that, that was not come join us for 115. Here, oh, Brian, here's I, 150. Thank million. you for taking him away, please. <laughs> McAllister will do. <laughs> No Caicedo. <laughs> but oh well, well, we'll see those two match up in a Carabao Cup final in a few weeks. Oh, Jacob, Jacob, how about we make things a little bit better for you and you can uh, yes. boast in your success okay. Okay. with okay. Andrew. Let's it's time to talk the Champions League. Round of 16. 
The match, of course, that caused most chaos on this podcast was Real Sociedad versus PSG. <laughs> and no reason at all. By yeah, the way. it's just YouTube being delusional. <laughs> oh well, I, no. we're only we're only through ninety minutes, but through ninety oh minutes, goodness. it looks good for uh, Andrew or Jacob, whoever wants to start. <laughs> may, I, may I start? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. All you. We tried to warn you two that PSG. I mean, excuse me, uh, Sociedad don't score goals, and if you can't score goals, you can't win. It's it's real simple, boys. You can't you can't win if you can't score. It doesn't matter if you can stop them from scoring. You have to score yourself. And Sociedad can't do that. What do you think they're gonna stop Kylian Mbappe? He's probably just, give me a break. It's like he must must have been like playing a league uh, back four. <laughs> he was probably like you know licking his lips, like getting all excited, knowing that he got to play uh, Sociedad and this early, and that they did not get like a really good team. You know, otherwise, but again, PSG, they were pretty dominant in this game, yeah. especially like, no, well, at least the like second, as half the, at, as the, sure. at second half as the game progressed, they really like put their stamp on it. And you just knew the game, you knew the game was over. It, it was over pretty fast <laughs> in that second half. When Mbappe scored that goal, it was like, you could tell it's like a pin dropped for Sociedad. Uh, and they were like, you know, the, the all hope was lost. Um, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. This is what we predicted. I, I can't believe Mbappe is inevitable. He's like Thanos. He's like you he's can't just stop not him. What do you mean he's not? I mean, yeah, against garbage teams he is. When he shows, he doesn't show. Oh, wait, so well, let me get so so that World Cup final means nothing. Well, that was that was one oh, instance. Oh, 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 no, oh, Ricardo, oh, oh, you can't oh, deny what, that. What about the other World Cup when he was like when he was a teenager and he freaking carried France? What about that one? All right, fine, club level then. Let's be more specific. But he still it doesn't matter. But he, he, but still he performs has that. in the Champions League. Ricardo, what does he have he to show for does. it? What does well, he have to show for hold it? Hold on, Ricardo. The he thing said, is, if th- this works against our argument that Sociedad could have won because at the end of the day, he's going to show up. And if he does, that Sociedad has no chance. Yeah. And you guys, oh God, I, I like I, I like Kubo. I do, I do. But the fact that you're arguing that Kubo is going to show up against Killian Mbappe, or, I mean over Killian not, Mbappe. Not, it's a forward versus a forward. It's not. No, no, yeah, over yeah, Killian. He's going to have the same Killian Mbappe. Uh, well, hold on. I never said that. Uh, the, Whoa, you guys, whoa, when whoa. we when we both said I, the whole, I, I never we said both that said, was going to outshine Mbappe. I just thought that defensively, Sociedad yeah. would be able to contain them as a whole, and that they would be able to take one or two chances. I didn't think they were going to win this game. I yeah, but I, you I, guys I acted like they had Ferdinand and Vidic as their two center backs. Okay, but you, <laughs> I said it in the last pod. They were keeping clean sheets or giving up one goal in a lot of games this season. Yeah, so, defensively they were solid. And it's not like, you know, sure, La Liga is not the most, you know, dominant league from top to bottom, but they're playing Madrid, they're playing Atletico, they're playing Barca. So they do deserve some respect. Now, again, I said this to Ricardo off air. I thought if they went out of that game losing by just one goal to nil, I would feel okay. Because as you mentioned, Ricardo, that's a tough place to go back in Spain. Their fans are very on top of you. They really make things difficult. But two goals, very difficult. I They haven't scored two goals in many games this season. So what makes you think that when they're going to have to play open and exposed, they're going to be able to do it? Probably not. So, but, By the way, I just want to say, too, don't forget, Kubo was the reason Mbappe scored. So. 
You know what? He's like, oh, he's, he's, he knows he's coming to Real Madrid. He's like, oh, that's my teammate. Let me help him out. <laughs> oh my god. No, no. Um, but hey, Jacob, it was a, it was a fun match. Um, the our whole row, we had three people bet on it at work. Oh. Um, <laughs> my parlay won. Uh, wow. You know because you know, you just come on, come on. You just you knew this was gonna happen. It was inevitable. Mbappe is inevitable, as Jacob said. He's standing. He right, we'll, um, we'll see next round. We'll see. Well, next sure. Round. I I agree with that. I agree. Next round. I agree with that. But He's carrying a bunch of scrubs. Not in the round of sixteen. Like this PSG team is like not remotely close. To, this is like by far the worst team they've had in years. And he's carrying them on his back. Just like he did in that World Cup final when he was the only one that on the French team that knew that they were playing in the World Cup final. <laughs> That's, true. <laughs> That's yeah. true, too. That's true. I mean, yeah. he's worth all the money. He's, wor- I mean, he, like, again, like, he's a blank check player. Like, Whatever he wants, he should get. I'm sorry, like unless he wants, unless he wants like part of the team, but that's a different. Unless he's like Caleb Williams, <laughs> that's part of the team. But um, otherwise, yeah, I mean, I, I love the guy. I think he's awesome, and the fact that PSG are gonna let him walk is like so stupid on so many levels. Oh, it's not. I mean, there's nothing they can do. He's out of contract at the end oh, of the year. But oh, yeah. no, 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 Christian. They knew he wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. He he he's like no I don't I mean no disrespect I I don't want this to end badly I just I've I want to leave I've given you everything I've I got and I want to do something new and he did that because he 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 knew they probably could get a huge profit for him yeah. and that way they wouldn't be leaving empty handed you know because I, their sheer stupidity they get nothing and I love the narrative that PSG's been planning for this you could have just sold them. Yeah, <laughs> not once, twice. Well, yeah. they I love. They needed Macron to like. <laughs> remember that? He, he, <laughs> I he forgot. Had the yeah. Mbappe. They need He's the like French his president. He's the best friend. Stay at PSG. <laughs> That's so dumb. Like, no, you, you, stop with the whole. We've been planning for this nonsense. You could have gotten easily. I mean, even if they took the Saudi money. Oh I mean, God. even if they took well, the shot, he doesn't go there. But I know. But like, my point is, yes, they, there were a lot of big offers, and it would have been upwards of two hundred million. Yeah, yes, and that's <laughs> going to set them back big time because he's going to walk for free. So I, I mean, they're going to get they're going to get his wages off the bill, but, yeah, but who cares? Yeah, they could have yeah. rebuilt their team <laughs> with all that money. Sucks for them. <laughs> they want Osiman. I mean, how the hell are they going to sign him with what money? I mean. I mean, they're Qatari funded, right? Yes, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, they have plenty of money. That's you know, but still, like, you could add more. They'll you... they'll get a replacement in. What's some sort? Get... Sorry, Christian. I don't know how much of um you, you guys discussed the uh, Osiman. Uh, we we actually haven't. So you, you haven't. Are, well, what's you what's his re- what's his, uh, because I know he signed that extension of Napoli. What's his release clause at? And that, that, I, that extension I don't have it off the top of my head, but I believe it's. Close to 130, 140 million. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Which, see, I so. mean, in this market, that makes sense. No, yeah, and I totally agree. I just don't know if PS if that's the right move for PSG to go it's after not, another I, big name striker. It's a big gamble. Yeah, go for Leal. 
They could go for layout. I mean, that. Lay... But is he a striker? I mean, no, they don't need one. They don't they need have, one. They have two strikers. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say you put him at left wing, like yeah. on one of the wings. I don't know. It's not like yeah. you need a out and out striker. They'll, they'll so. Put put Kulamani up top, or you know. Well, and they have the, the kid who scored the second goal, Barracola, who was that goal was right. really nice too. That yeah. we should mention that because yeah, um, hey, maybe they may they'll just get Kubo on loan. <laughs> you already helped them. We need to get off this topic before we continue to no, get. I don't, I don't want to talk about it enough, but I don't yeah, want to talk about it. Um, you guys, what a what a dumb choice. <laughs> you know what? I I stand by the decision, and I, I'm I willing. Still to, do. I'm willing to take all the criticism for it. That's fine. Yeah, let, let me eat it. It's fine. We tried to warn you. So we did. Say. Oh well, we did. it made for a good topic. So that's all. Right. That, that's well, all that matters. Yeah, but, okay. Nope. Egg, you want, egg, you want to finish? Egg on your, egg on your face. No, no, shut up. We're not talking more about it. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what, Andrew? We'll give you another thing to talk nicely about, and that's Real Madrid, who oh, yes. <laughs> suffered for periods of that game in the first half. But, again, it's inevitable. They they always find a way to take an advantage going back into a second leg. So what do you think of Madrid's performance? Mbappe's the Thanos of players. Real Madrid is the Thanos of clubs. <laughs> <laughs> they are always inevitable. My guy, Brahim Diaz. <laughs> Me and Andrew both. We 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 was our X Factor. We both our said X Factor. My yeah. guy, Brahim. We're Diaz. all my over favorite, Brahim Diaz. My favorite super sub. Complete <laughs> different. I mean, they just plopped him in as a center attacking mid where Bellingham is, and complete different styles of play. Oh my God, it worked like a charm. It was it was great. I'm sad to see that he. You know, got hurt during the match. Um, I mean, uh, Ricardo, what's his status looking for? He's available for, for he's Sunday. He's available for Sunday. Oh, he's, okay. Yeah, he's good. He's good to go. So it'll be okay. So that's okay then. Um, not, not so dominant in the first half. I was really, I was worried that, you know, Leipzig would score right away, but I never thought I'd see a hockey goalie interference call in the, <laughs> in the beautiful game. It was literally just, it was like, literally, it was like yeah. Chris Kreider poking his stick at Andre Vasilevsky in that. That's what that goal was like. Um, and all the commentators were confused. I'm like, go watch some hockey. You'll get this rule. Uh, <laughs> but I'm glad VAR got that. Um, but ever since, the, I mean, the, I mean, Leipzig had control that first, what was it, 25 yeah. minutes or so. Um, but like, just like a snap, like, you know, second half. I mean, Madrid just took full full control, all momentum, and um, doing that in Leipzig, getting a, getting a goal over Leipzig in Leipzig is uh, a massive result. Going back to the Bernabeu, um, I have complete confidence now that they move on to the uh, quarterfinals. So, um, overall, good performance. About what I expected for the away leg, and uh, gotta look forward to March now. Ricardo, anything to add? So, I don't know if there was much good in that game, if I'm being honest, because for the most part in that first half, it was just Lunin having to make save after oh, save. Oh, man of the match. I mean, he should have deserved I mean, Brahim Diaz yeah. got it fine, fair enough, for his yeah. goal. But really, it was Lunin who came up with – he had nine saves total. Um, I believe three or four of them prevented, like, goals. So, uh, I mean, just especially the last one, the one at the end, Right where Raheem Diaz got injured, uh, you could argue whatever about the ref not stopping the game, but still, like that was a 
ridiculous save going to his left. I mean, his near post just, just so quick. I wasn't I genuinely thought that was a goal. I thought it was one one right there. But I, I texted you guys. I was like, that was the worst first half I think I've ever seen. I, I, at least you I've seen this season yeah, from Real Madrid. Yeah, yep. like it was just that poor. Um, Real Madrid couldn't break down Leipzig. I mean, sure, yeah, they were all defending. Every single player was behind the ball, so kind of hard to break down and couldn't really cross the ball in because it's not like you had anyone tall enough to yeah. really head a ball. Yeah, that would have been like Jude's role, but obviously Brahim Diaz had to fill in. Um, and just sloppy altogether. Um, just mistake, turnover after turnover, and Nacho looks slow coming back from whatever knock. I mean, I, I don't know. He, maybe he's lost a step, but he definitely didn't look good in that first half and sort of redeemed himself second half. But, uh, I mean, really, it's just like even when Real Madrid, you know, plays this poorly, they still – can somehow find a way to to turn the game around. I mean, just put it in the back of the net just out, out of one moment of, of brilliance, really, which was – and then they had Leipzig panicking, and then they were the ones who were turning the ball over a lot. And, um, and, and then it was Madrid who probably should have scored a couple more, uh, and it ended up being 1-0. But, I mean, that game could have easily gone the other way for in Leipzig's favor. But Real Madrid capitalized, and Leipzig didn't. The difference, it's just how it goes, right? And yeah, you know, I think it's we we all kind of thought at periods through our discussion in the last episode that it was going to potentially be close. I know Andrew, you kind of had a lopsided score line. I don't know if anyone else had one that was. I was, I was not very high on Leipzig. I, I think right. I thought that they've been frauds. Not, not good for. No, that's I, that's a good point because they've lost a lot of games recently. Recently at home, you know, it's just not panning the way out that they would expect because again this is a team that's consistently in the top four i don't even think they are at the moment i think stuttgart and dortmund are ahead of them um and again i mean the bernabeu is so tough to go to it just doesn't seem like they're going to be able to really cause enough problems and i think jude could be back by then it would be in around four weeks yeah Yeah. and he was out for three so you know, maybe he makes an, an appearance off the bench. And honestly, I think that might make the difference. He plays so well against German clubs, did it for years. I I just don't see a way back for Leipzig. I'm sure you, you all agree on that as well. Um, no yeah, I, just, I, I'm cautiously optimistic. But... Okay. Oh, Andrew, you, any optimism or, you know, wor- worries about this or now? No, like I said, I have complete confidence going, going back home that they'll finish the job, finish the story. So, on the quarterfinals, I'm just going to call it right now. Canaan, you agree? Uh, yeah, I, I I think, you know, if you're RB Leipzig, you got to win that game at home against, I mean, you have to. You, probably a, a draw won't even do it um, in your wildest dreams. So I think for Madrid to get that goal, they, they should be cruising on probably pretty comfortably in that uh, that home lick. Yeah, well said. Um, let's talk about one team that took advantage of their opportunities at home. Jacob, I know you mentioned that you kind of regretted not taking this team. I knew um, And I, I think a couple of us would probably <laughs> care to agree. Lazio beats Bayern by a score of one to nil. They were gifted a penalty by sloppy defending from Daya Upamecano, sent off, and Stupid. Shiro Immobile scores a penalty. And that's the difference. Um, 
and it's more of the same. Probably the worst week of the season for Bayern. Um, oh when you you know put context into everything, losing to Bayern Leverkusen, and now it's a five point gap. Kind of feels like it's over. I mean, there's going to be a lot of pressure on a young team in Bayern Leverkusen, but I mean, given the way Bayern Munich's played, it's hard to see them making up a gap. And again, um, they're 90 minutes away from being knocked out of a Champions League round of 16. And I mean, the Tuchel pressure is mounting. Uh, Jacob, what did, what did you take away from that match? Wait, Andrew's got, got something uh, to say. So, yeah, I, I have to get going, so I'm gonna. I'll quickly give my take on this uh, on this match. I'm sorry, Jacob, to step on no, your toes. Go ahead. No, go on. Um, as my uh, pick to go to the Champions League final, I was dead wrong on you Bayern Munich. Told you, this you is, don't trust Thomas Tuchel. Thomas Tuchel should have should have been sacked <laughs> before the match. Uh, this it was an embarrassment. Um. Where was where was Harry Kane again? Uh, twice in a week. <laughs> Sane, Leroy Sane. I, I like the player, but man, he didn't didn't. I mean, he couldn't do anything. He's got a terrible coach. Uh, yeah, he couldn't do anything. And um, I mean, Immobile. I mean, big players come up at, at you know big moments, and uh, that's that's flipped. I think my prediction. Um, for this matchup. I, I don't think Bayern going back home. I don't think Bayern can uh, come back. They, they just, I don't, still do, but they, yeah. they, they, I mean, even in the Bundesliga, they, they're not looking good. Like, I mean, they just lost the Werder Bremen a few weeks ago. Um, I said in my original prediction, three, one to Munich. I thought it was going to be somewhat close throughout. Theoretically, that could still happen if they win three 0 So we'll see. But, um, but I've lost all confidence in Bayern Munich uh, from this matchup. And uh, I mean, we'll see how they shape up the next few weeks before the second leg. Mm-hmm. But Thomas Tuchel, if if they get knocked out by Lazio, he's he's not having another. Uh, he's not going to be uh, coaching his team much longer. So. Um, that's all I got to say on that front. But anyways, gentlemen, keep talking about it. Can't wait to watch the rest of this. Jonathan, you're replacing me the rest of this episode. I, you're in, oh, you got no. some pretty big, big shoes, shoes to fill. Yep. Oh, no. Well, luckily, I wear a size 13. So I oh, me be, too. I should be. Oh, really? Well, oh, I mean, you're perfect, perfect replacement. Perfect fit. <laughs> oh, great right. seeing you, buddy. No, great seeing Good you. Good to see you, Andrew. Take care, all. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's continue this conversation. Jonathan, I know you kind of shook your head when Andrew thought that maybe yeah. this tie is done. Uh, do you really have that confidence still in Bayern to take care of business at home? I think I mean I I think going home, I, I they're going to be pressing. They're probably going to have possession. I mean for they're going to dominate possession. So it's just you take those chances, do you you know, you get those two goals you need. I I think I I don't know what the odds are, but I, I would still lean toward Bayern there. Ricardo, do you, do you lean that way as well, or is still a little concerned? Uh, I mean, definitely still concerned, because even when on paper you put out your best lineup, uh, they still didn't look great. And, uh, and I mean, not having a Pop- 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 for the next leg, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that'll certainly hurt them. 
Um, it's just they're just poor, man. There, there's a lack of of will of like fight that there's just a lack of culture and identity there. So I I'm definitely concerned. I, I could not give you a prediction right now, but I wouldn't be shocked if Lazio pulled it off somehow. Um, Bayern's just been so disappointing. I, I think, I think extra time could be a, a, a possibility, like definitely be a possibility there. Yeah. If, yeah, I think very likely. It's it's tough because I mean Kane's gone silent for two games in a row. That's yeah. You don't really see that that often, and of course you know that's something that we maybe saw a little more often at Tottenham. But this is Bayern. Yeah. This is. I mean, isn't it hilarious players. though? I mean, he goes to Bayern to win trophies. They're not going to win. Anything. They're not going to win the Bundesliga. They're not going to win the Champions League. They're going to win nothing. They even got, wait, how many years in a row they won the Bundesliga? Ten? It, it's Oh, it's hilarious to me. I, I I couldn't I mean nobody thought that this would happen. I mean, last year we thought, okay, Dortmund's gonna put this away on the final day. They screw it up, and then you think, okay, that you know, this is a, a warning sign for Bayern that they need to pick up their standards. Because for so many years, the gap has been 10-plus points in the league yeah. between first and second, whether it's Leipzig, Dortmund. Uh, those have been really the only two competitors. And their standards actually dropped. It, it's bizarre. And I think, you know, for us, the, the few of us that have the faith that they will go through, which I do think they still will, there is no way they're getting through another round. No. Uh, I mean, I mean, with the current form that they're in, they need some, like some massive spark or something to get them going again because they just look like they're lifeless. Yeah, well said because that's what it is. I mean, it's just that door, that Leverkusen game. They were awful. I mean, they were they, worse than this they one. Were absolutely, up, way worse. They were terrible. I mean, Leverkusen demolished them. I mean, they were like Harry Kane touched the ball like twenty less than twenty times. I mean, I know that that's not all his fault. He needs good service of people getting him good passes as a striker. I understand that, but still, I mean, you you, you can't get you can't you, Harry Kane. You can't find a way to get open. I mean, really? I mean, uh, I mean, it's just not good. Yeah, it it looks very uh, bleak for them at the moment. I, I don't even if they get through the round, it seems like a, a city, a Madrid. City. Honestly, right now I'd back Boy, PSG them. over them, um, and I know that's crazy yeah. for me. That would be interesting that. because, yeah, mm. me and Ricardo yeah. probably should be saying. No, no, no. Here's yeah. a good one: them or Barca. If it was the next round, Oof. Now, that'd be it. That'd be fun. That would, I would be fired. I don't think. I don't think. Byron, I don't think Bayern would be convincing against them, but. Um, that's a tough one. Ricardo, what do you, what do you think of a Bayern Barca quarterfinal potentially? Oh God. Disgusting. He doesn't um, want to think about it. No, because one team's in poor form. The other, I just hate. So <laughs> oh, oh, they're also in poor God, form they're both terrible. Yeah. Oh God. I don't even, I would say Barca. That's, just, yeah. uh, that's Oof. foul. I hate thinking that. That's oh. just how poorly Bayern's been playing. So, 
That's fair enough. Um, I, I do want to ask you quickly, Ricardo, I know you have to go. Uh, any initial things you could take away from City's 3-1 victory over Copenhagen? I thought Copenhagen actually um, were kind of what we thought they were, could have been, which is very open-ended, you know, very pressing. It was a lot of good attacking football for them in moments. But again, you know, it's hard to defend City for a full 90. What did you take away from that? Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. And I'll just say this, that I predicted 3-1, and I said 3-1 on the way back, too. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's – it's, yeah, it, it's City, man. Like, you said it. They're so hard to defend. Just – yeah, so many good players. And I, I know they, they had a couple injuries um, in that game, but still, it's like they have so many players they can just bring off the bench and just, like – Sorry, sorry, Copenhagen. It's just you got the short end of the stick, really. So it's, it's I mean, they, they tried, they, they, it was 1 1. So give them credit, even though it was mm-hmm. Ederson's fault that they can't, the city conceded. But at least, you know, they, they fought. It's not like they just threw in the towel from the start mm-hmm. and, you know, they, but they put up a fight. It's just, it was always going to be a tough task. Yeah, that seems like no matter what, even, and this is crazy to think that even Howland's not scoring right now and they're just going through games and finding ways to win. So yeah, I, I have to tend to agree. It it was kind of what we expected. And I mean, going back to England, it feels like this is going to get ugly. They just, they just wear you down. Like I, I was actually able to catch a little bit of that game. They just wear you. Like, I mean, same thing when city played Brentford a couple of weeks ago, they just, wear you down like you might you might get a lucky goal against them like Copenhagen did and it, it just they're a machine you know yeah I know we talked about that um in detail because again Brentford soaked up pressure for a half you know, 60, pretty much it, really yeah. I mean even for periods of the second half and mm-hmm. you know unless you bury four chance three or four chances I mean it's tough to take a game away or take yeah. anything away from a game I mean we saw that Jacob will remember this um, because we watched the game together. It was Chelsea against City. That's a game where if you can soak up the pressure and you can bury a team on the counter, you can get a a point away from a game. So um, I know, Ricardo, you got to go. We appreciate you taking a little bit of time. uh, Good luck the rest of the episode, guys. Good to see you. Um, Yeah, it just seems like – you know, in that Brentford match, it was even for periods. And then, you know, City's mm-hmm. just too dominant, even on the road. So, mm-hmm. um, Jacob, did you take anything away from the Copenhagen match? No, I mean, not much, except that more of City taking care of business, doing what they do. I mean, it was 1-1. And then 15 minutes later, you knew the game was over as soon as they scored the second goal. You just knew it. I mean, again, I didn't pick them to win the Champions League. I picked them to lose in, in the to the team that they beat last year in the final inter Milan, but God, they're hard to stop. God, I mean, I mean, I know that they haven't, they haven't been at the top of the Premier League in a while. And like, I, even you Christian as a Liverpool fan, like no doubt they're going to win the league. Yeah. It feels like they're just starting to kick into gear. And again, I said it just before Ricardo left, Howland isn't even scoring and they're getting goals from, De Bruyne. Yeah, but 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 he figured, but he did he did last weekend. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, he's I, probably gonna get it, gonna go another run where he goes on a rampage. It's 
it's inevitable. And I mean, if this team does a, I mean, they're still in the FA cup, so there's potentially a, a possibility they can go and get a treble again. I mean, I don't I think that's going to be very difficult because I think there's more elite teams in the champions league, or at least approaching that. I think Inter's better than they were last year. Arsenal's not going to be an easy tie. And you look at Real Madrid, it's, I think it's going to be tough for them to do both of those. Of course, the FA Cup is is still very early, so we'll see how that pans out. But, yeah, it seems like uh, City's in a very good spot. But that's enough Champions League, and I think it's a perfect time to discuss some Premier League with the three of us. Jacob, we will start with you. Um, it's been tough Boy. times, but Ugh. two wins in your last two in all comps. I know you were talking before we started that, you weren't totally convinced by the Palace match. Um, how do you evaluate the team after that? I mean, obviously, I'm very happy that they won in the fashion that they won. It was relatively pretty thrilling winning a game, you know, in the the end of the game, very late in the match. But that first half, they were so bad. I mean, they had like one shot on target. One against Crystal freaking Palace. Are you kidding me? Without Michael Elise. Without um, as I as I mm-hmm. and without Gay, their best defender, and they still couldn't break the team down. Are you kidding me? And then all of a sudden, oh, the second half starts. They immediately score a goal, and it's like they remember how to play the game again. Cheap fellas, where was that? The whole the first forty five could have used that. And how they get up a goal? They gave the freaking ball away. I mean, they make me so angry at times christian and jonathan they just they drive me nuts they 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 have to make it hard against a team like crystal palace who just got destroyed by brighton three nothing a brighton team that has been the king of drawing every game <laughs> they can't stop a park guard but no when chelsea comes into down all oh, their their defenses <laughs> never look better I mean, yes, and even Conor Gallagher, who, uh, as we all know, I have killed on this show for not being good enough repeatedly almost every week, had a brace against his uh, team that he was on loan for a, a, a years ago prior. And, yes, he, he played very good in that regard. I don't think he was that good in every other aspect. And I know you're going to say, oh, Jacob, you're just being a hater again. How could you say that against a guy that had a brace? Ladies and gentlemen, if you watched that game and you saw every other moment besides those two goals – Trust me, he was not very good. Gives the ball away. He makes stupid challenges. He just—he just—it's not enough. And again, if you want, he's going to keep starting. I want more of this. More goals. More assists. More. Not, not. Oh, I, I, I tried hard, and I, you know, got my jersey dirty. Uh, what is this? I mean, this isn't like you know, this isn't like little league crap. I, I don't care about any of that that stuff. It. It's pointless. Win. That's what I care about. And, you know, Enzo Fernandez added one at the end of the game. That was nice. They had Nakuku on the bench. I don't know if that was because the FA Cup, the team that they had against Villa that won and played very well in the FA Cup had Jackson starting. Nakuku needs to play as much as possible when he's healthy. He needs to start. They couldn't get him the ball, which really annoyed me because, like, when he has the ball – Good things happen. Someone who looks like they know that they're... Keep, I keep saying about this about Nakuku that I like. 
for the simple fact is that he actually looks like he knows what he's doing. That's how low my bar is for what <laughs> I want out of he gets the ball and he, and he knows that he wants to give it to someone quick and be decisive. I mean, that goal he scored against Liverpool, I know it didn't seem like a great goal, but he put it through like Van Dyke's legs. No one else could have scored that goal. Yeah. No one else could have scored that goal except maybe Palmer. But you know what I mean? Like he has natural skill. And he's just re- I think he's really good. He can, I think he can play almost anywhere on the front, which is a good thing as well. And uh, look, I know that they're they're they've been better of late, I guess, even though they had two yeah. awful they had two awful losses prior in the Premier League prior to this game. Two where they gave up eight goals in two games, which is pathetic. And now they get Manchester City at at their place, which oh god. I am not looking forward to that one, boys, at all. They somehow beat them again that me and Christian watched together. They was no, no excuse me, they didn't beat them. They somehow got a 4-4 draw against them earlier in the year. It was a great game. I have no idea how that happened. Um, And I have very slim doubts that that will will be replicated again. I think City's going to destroy Chelsea. I I hope I'm wrong, folks. I would love Chelsea to go to the Etihad and win. I'd be ecstatic, but I don't think it's going to happen. Sorry, at the bottom, we have their next matches. City. Brentford, Jonathan's team, of course, Newcastle. Tough four, tough four fixtures and, there. I thought they already played Newcastle. Oh, no, they're home against Newcastle. Oh, Newcastle, I think you played in – did you play them in the cup? I don't know. If we, we, did the, no, we did, and we played them, uh, I think it was Thanksgiving weekend or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they, they played at their place, and they lost. Mm-hmm. Um, Those are tough. Um, yep, yeah. that's a tough one. I hope they can beat Brentford. I know it won't be an easy I'll game. Be the favorites in that one. Yeah, but that's mean they're going to win. Uh, the one, the one in that game, that's an inexcusable. It's got to be three points to Burnley. Yeah. Or so. but, well, I mean, if they, if they need to beat Burnley by a minimum two goals, anything, right. if they beat them by one, I'm not going to be satisfied. You know, I'm serious. <laughs> like they need to destroy that team. But you, you have this positive momentum. And now, yeah, but they've done this four. multiple times, Jonathan. They, yeah. They've done this a yeah. lot to me. Yes. They play with my feelings and my emotions and then they rip it away they've done it so many times this year uh-huh. well, and, I you mean, know, yeah you know they're not they're, if they shock the world you know on on saturday they're kind of they could go up to what like seventh or eighth place if if they things could fall, i mean for, in my opinion to me, I, what I think is realistic, and I don't think it's gonna. I don't know if it's gonna happen, but to me, my hope for Chelsea is just get into like that. They're only two. Uh, they're only three, two behind Newcastle, who are in seventh. Just get there. Get in like the top, which eight. I think would get you conference league. Maybe I think it's just gonna realign. Give, just give me something. I know that's how low the bar is. Just give me some form of European football. I know they're not going to the Champions League, unfortunately. Which I, I from, from a financial perspective, that that's very important with all the money yeah. that yeah, spent. with all these all these crap players that they have to freaking pay. Uh, so yeah, gotta I, find some money I think somehow. You have to get into your. European football somehow. And again, that's why I mentioned the Newcastle match in a couple of weeks. That's a very important yeah, one. It is. Um, they just, they just need to find ways to, they, they need to, they need to steal like at least one game against a really good team. 
they yes. have to find a way to Talents do Talents there. I mean, I mean, it, it, it's the individuals there. That's the, I, I think that's good mention. Canadian no, they have is, they have a lot of young talent. I just I still don't I don't love all of it. It I, doesn't I, see it doesn't feel like a team. It feels like a, a group of yeah. individuals still. Which, I think it's I think it's half. I think it's I think it's half of it's not great coaching. I know that he's new, Pochettino. But I don't think he's done a very good job. I said this to you guys. He he does not make a lot of in game adjustments unless it's like the half. At times, he just doesn't do them, and it drives me nuts. Um, and I, I still think he, he could have gotten more out of this team. I firmly believe that. If Gary O'Neill, who took over five days at Wolves, can get them in 11th place and have them beat Chelsea, not once, but twice in the same season, I expect more out of Mauricio freaking Pochettino. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I do I you know, I'm tired of like this whole, oh, they need to develop. They need to, I mean, I mean, we're, we're, we're Chelsea. This is supposed to be a team that wins, not a freaking experiment. <laughs> you know, anyway, I mean, I should be happier because they won, but I'm very worried about the impending doom that they're going to face on Saturday afternoon. So we'll see. Go yeah, in with I, low expectations and see what happens. Oh, that's that's what I've done the entire year, Jonathan. Um, I, I will mention that uh, this is your last match in the league in the month of February. So there is a period of time where you don't play in the league. I don't know yeah. how that will maybe I mean, benefit. They, 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 they have leads next to the FA Cup. That's a they have to be they have to be leads. That they got lucky because they have leads. That's a very winnable game in the FA Cup. They're not awful, but they're they're beatable. They're not in the Premier League, which means you should beat them. Uh, mm-hmm. For me, obviously they have that big game against Liverpool in the Carabao Cup final. Chelsea need that game badly. Liverpool don't. I mean, they could. It'd be great for Jurgen Klopp. You know, last year wins a trophy. Yep. Chelsea need that game. In the which also can get you into European football. So yeah. you put that into account. I think that's... and and another thing, like they always talk about, oh, restaurant players. If he if Pochettino does not give out his best possible eleven and goes fully for it, I will be very angry. As it should be. Um, they need the best eleven, not you know, oh, this guy's uh, do or this guy you know hasn't played in a while or he's well rested. No, 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 no. The best 11 on the field. Well said. We'll see uh, how Saturday's match, that's a 12.30 kickoff um, our time. So uh, definitely one to tune in for, uh, for anyone that is a fan of the Premier League. It's it's one of the signature uh, matches between two historic clubs in the league. But um, this is our favorite part of the episode. We're going to get into an in-depth conversation about Jonathan's Brentford uh it's been a tough season uh, i think that's um how i should start this but again since uh the most important player at the club is returned that's ivan tony it's been a little bit better uh what's your feelings about the team at the current moment yeah it's it's definitely been better um since tony returned i mean when they beat forest um about a month ago now eh, a little less than a month ago that game was a huge sigh of relief um, uh, because that was, you know, two teams right down there at the bottom, not quite in the relegation zone, but kind of got the feeling the loser was really going to struggle. So to win that was big. Then Man City and Tottenham, well, Tottenham and Man City, the two fixtures after that, 
Brentford lost in both, but I thought they looked pretty good, pretty yep. lively. They scored in both games, scored twice against Tottenham, and then to beat Wolves, um, a team above them in the table on the road, big, big victory. Um, so a little breathing space, not as much as we would like. And, you know, I can go into whole the, I can name you the the players that are injured. You know, you have Mbomo's hurt, you know, yep. Kevin Shad, the other attacker, uh, Rico Henry left back out for That's the season. Yep. Um, it, it just goes on and on and on. Um, so and at one point it was just like, I think like 10 or 11 players were hurt. Um, so it's, it's been a tough year. They've lost a lot of points from, winning positions, I think most in the Premier League. So they've been putting themselves into positions. Like there's a game against Manchester United where they were ahead one nil into the into stoppage time. They lost the game two one. You know, like it just things like that. So their numbers wise, I know they're like expected goals and everything. They're underperforming all of those things, which isn't good, but at the same time it should bode well for them um, going ahead. And I, I I think they'll be okay, but um, I'm sure a lot of Brentford fans, there are Brentford fans out there would have expected um, a higher finish. I, I, I'm expecting they'll probably finish somewhere around 12th or 13th place. I, I That's a good point. I, I know we talked about this off air. Sorry, ahead, I was Jake. muted. I was trying to say is that I think that the best they could do is 12 mm-hmm. as of where they are right now. Mm-hmm. I think that they're like, how many points? They are 20, 25 points. They have 20, they're four points five off of points, 12. Four points uh-huh. off of 12. I don't think they, they be wolves. They did just beat. Yeah. They are seven points behind. I don't think they're going to catch mm-hmm. them. I just don't. As long as we can finish above Fulham, I'll be okay. <laughs> I don't like Fulham. Yeah, they're not. They're but not not a very good year for there, them. There's a uh, lot of quality, kind of in the the like Wolves is a good team. You know, like no, they Bournemouth, are. They have a lot Bournemouth of. Yeah. Is a pretty good team. Bournemouth went on a hot streak uh, yeah. for six weeks or so. Yeah, that, yeah. that's yeah. that's a good point. You know, even even Crystal Palace, who I think could struggle, they have. There's it's undeniable. They have some very. Talented that is, that is very game. true. They just have um, not unlocked it at all. So, so it, it could happen to, you know, like relegation or at least getting into that scrap could happen to anyone. And it's kind of, kind of un, like Everton has been pretty decent this season. You know, they, they're dealing with the deduction and now they're right. in the, the struggle. Yeah. Um, I don't like Everton, but I, I kind of feel like I feel you bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they've we, gotten they have gotten hosed. They, went down. they yep. have gotten at freaking. Hosed. I mean, they currently they would be off goal difference. They actually have the same goal difference as Fulham, so they would be level on points with 12th place Fulham, and instead uh-huh. they're going to be battling relegation for True. final Sorry. three months of season. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to ask uh, Jonathan: Is there any concerns about getting relegated, or given the performances of late, do you you feel pretty comfortable at the moment? I mean, I think they're like with the the matches Brentford has over these next few weeks, I don't see much of a chance for them to really go up the table. So right. I think it is going to be in the, the back of a lot of fans' heads. And it's not like Brentford is too big to go down. You know, this is their third season in the league. It, it, it could happen. 
Uh, but I, I do think there's, even with all the injuries, they're getting people back. I, I think, you know, there's too much, too much quality in the team um, for them to go down. Um, I, I'm, I'm hoping that stays true, but I, I look at the teams around them. You know, I look at Crystal Palace. I look at Luton. I look at Nottingham Forest. Fulham's probably safe at this point, as much as it pains me to say. But I, I think you're, we're probably looking at four, four teams for that that uh, final relegation right. spot. I don't think Brentford's in it at the moment. I'm, I'm hoping. Jacob, you tend to agree. I do. I think obviously Ivan Tony coming back from his gambling suspension is a big reason why. Has three goals in four games. He's obviously a very important player to their team. I think that if he was, let's say, he was suspended the whole year and he wasn't coming back, he'd struggle. Every uh, Brentford, I think, would be. I would have a lot bigger fear of them being in the relegation zone and being a uh, being on the verge of being relegated from the standpoint that they just can't. They don't score a lot of goals. They were not. I, I don't know about that. Well, I they weren't pre Tony. I mean. They did. I mean, they had playing games. They struggled to score. If I'm not mistaken, I mean, I mean, they, they it, scored, it seems like the tides turned. It yeah, seemed like for a while, though, like that they were really having a hard time scoring goals. Uh, there, there were some defensive struggles in there, in there too. Like it, it I know the, wasn't there a game against Wolves in the league? Not, not the most four. Yeah. before that where there was a ton At of bad home. Yeah, terrible. Oh. Yeah, the worst game I've seen them play probably in the premier league probably in their three years probably one of the worst games they've played yeah and i think i mean jacob i'm glad you mentioned tony because in the last seven games before he returned they had all been either draws or defeats yeah so i mean when you look at when he's fully fit and in full confidence i mean he's probably one of the five or six best strikers oh, yeah. in the Premier League. I mean, there's a reason why. Yeah, yeah you have to put him up there. Um, yeah. And it, mean, it's not just the scoring. With I mean, he's, right. you know, he, he can hold up. He can, you know, possess the ball. He can hold it up. Something they really missed, you know, like was a guy who could hold on to the possession. You know, he could play it long to him. Um, just to, you know, he, he's more than a goal scorer. Yeah, I think the difference between him and everybody else, um, especially in those attacking positions, is that he's bigger, stronger. I mean, there's nobody that really can hold the ball up. I know mm-hmm. Lewis Potter's played some striker, yeah. or at least you know as and, a second forward at times. And um, what I will, what I will also say is they were in a decent position in the league until Mbuma went out. Right. That's if you look at it, that's when they really started to struggle because Mbuma was scoring goals. They had. Wissa, who you know can score, um, and when he went out, that was just a a, a huge blow because um, you you're down your two top scorers, and you have Neil Mopai and Yoan Wissa and Lewis Potter. Yeah, like those are all good players in their roles, but they're not you know the guys you want out there depending on to score. Yeah, I think that's well said. I know another player in Damsgaard who hasn't, you know, lived yeah, up to yeah. potential. Um, yeah. He was very good for Denmark at Euro yes. 2020. Hasn't really panned out. I, I think it's I, – I tend to agree with both of you. I think Brentford's safe, especially when you look at, I mean, Palace with all the stuff with Roy Hodgson and it seems like a manager is going to come in. 
How do they play under a new coach? I know Elise's out for a while. Eze's not back. It seems very, very difficult for Palace to survive. The good thing for them is that Burnley, not very good. Sheffield's, I mean, definitely one of the worst teams in the Premier League, at least over the last five years. They're the years. worst. They are the worst. I mean, I know they beat Luton, but yeah, they are I think awful. when you look them at Burn- them yeah. and Burnley are like very There's much. It's almost like a fight for who's worse. I mean, um, they are terrible. I, I hope, and this is just me as a biased fan, I hope Nottingham Forest goes down um, because they seem to want to like start some kind of rivalry with Brentford. That like I see a lot of their fans on Twitter now, and I just I just don't like their fans. Um, Jacob Jacob's gone, um, but oh now he's back. Yeah. Um, but I just don't I yeah I don't know. I, and I know they're a good story, a, a club trying to return to former glory, but I'd, I'd, I'd prefer to see them go down. Them or, I guess, Everton. I'm, I'm hoping Luton finds a way. Yeah. I think, all, I think all of us do would love to see Luton remain because, again, tough place to go. The fans are loving what they're seeing. Yeah. Um, that, that, that it's, it's, arena. It, yeah. It's interesting, Kanane, that you mentioned Forrest and Everton because, honestly – of the teams in that mix, they would be in the most trouble if they were to go down because Forrest have spent so much money yep. and they've bought all these kinds of players in and Everton have a new stadium coming in. Um, yeah. So financially, how are you going to be able to cope um, in the championship? So I think those two would really be in a bad spot. It, it seems like, again, four or five teams are fi- fighting for that last spot. Um, but with 15, 14 games to go, it, it does feel as if Brentford's kind of in that tier above mm-hmm. the teams in, in difficult positions. But um, yeah, let's uh, let's finish off the episode with some weekend predictions. Um, first game is the 7:30 kickoff between uh, Jonathan's Brentford oh, and Liverpool. Um, I know when I, yeah. I talked uh, earlier this week that that was a game that Brentford won uh, in the reverse last yes. year. Um, conference level one to ten going into that game. I I think like a like a like a three. It would it would have been a one a, a couple weeks ago. Um, but I I think there is there is a chance. I I think Brentford are gonna have their moments. I think uh, Liverpool will will definitely be the even on the road at the G Tech they'll they'll be the dominant team. Jacob, I agree. Uh, plain and simple. Um, I, I look Brentford, they've been better of late, as you mentioned, obviously Ivan Tony is a big part of that. It seems like he, they've, he's helped them regain some of their form, but Liverpool, I mean, they aren't first, right? Yes. Right now with game, with the game played extra. Yeah. I mean, they are, they're obviously, they still want, they want the title. I don't think they're going to get it, but I, that does mean that they're not a great team still. Um, I think that they're going to win this game. We're doing predictions. Um, two one, two one. I, I think it'll be tight. I don't think they're gonna blow them out. Because um, I don't know. I, I don't. I I've had this the whole year. I don't trust Liverpool. I I just don't. I've had a very hard time believing in them to win certain games, win them convincingly. When you think they're gonna win convincingly, it gets dicey. But knowing Liverpool, oh, it may be like it could be two one, and then like at the end of the game, they'll score like some like meaningless goal, and like it will look like the kind of like that Burnley game where they. 
they they gave Burnley so many chances to win. Yeah, Burnley. Yeah, they. Or you're like, what the hell? They like, you know, yeah. this is Burnley. For, you're at home. You're playing Burnley. You should be killing this team. And then it was three one, and it looked it didn't look you know, which made it seem not as bad as it was. So I think that could happen once again against Brentford, who are a much better team than Burnley. But I still think Liverpool win that two one. I need I need to give a score. I I didn't give a score. Okay. <sighs> I want to say a 2-2 draw. I'm going to say Brentford 2, Liverpool 3. I think there are going to be a lot of goals in this game. Um, I think Tony and Mope to score for Brentford. Um, and if Sal is back, I'm sure he's he's going to be back for this one, right? He was in training this week, uh-huh. so I don't expect him to start, but I wouldn't be surprised oh. if he comes on in the 60th, 65th yeah. minute. Which, They're gonna unveil him at the damn. score the winning goal. That that'll be my my prediction. So what's interesting is that Brentford, in their return to the Premier League, has never lost to Liverpool at home. Correct. It's weird. Two seasons it's, ago, it was the crazy game that went three three, and there was all these kind of goals. And then, of course, last year in a rough period for Liverpool, um, they went to Brentford and lost. I no Ivan Tony in that game. Right. Uh, good that you mentioned that. And Bomo and, and Vuisa both scored. I think Vuisa will be back from, from AFCON, yeah. which is a, a big addition. Um, I'd expect him to come off the – I would expect him to come off the I bench. I think Mopé's in good enough form where he deserves a start. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to lean 2-1 to Liverpool. I, I don't feel very comfortable about this game, This, especially as a 7.30 kickoff. I know Liverpool's played some close matches in that game in that period. So – I think it'll be difficult. I think it's a, a second half winner. Um, I'll go with the second half winner from Diaz, Luis Diaz. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do that uh, just to switch it up. But uh, I would not be surprised if this is a difficult match um, that causes a lot of problems for Liverpool, particularly um, as Brentford, you know, sits in a deep block and uh, really soaks up pressure. But um, we'll move on to Jacobs, uh, Chelsea, who, of course, as we mentioned, go to Manchester City on. Saturday. Ugh. I'll ask the same question. Confidence level to one to ten. Um, oh boy, three and a half. Okay, wow, that's optimistic coming from you. It's <laughs> <laughs> still a pretty low bar, but um, I don't know. I I know I I can already I'm I'm like envisioning. Like a, like a stupid giveaway pass leads to some goal that's going to drive me nuts from like that Benoit body of shield just gives the friggin' ball away if he's playing. Well, who knows? I think he may be hurt, but someone's just going to give the damn ball away and they're going to score and it's going to drive me nuts. Um, I can just see it. Um, I think City's going to win three. Uh, they lost Liverpool 4-1. And City are better than Liverpool, and they're at home. But City three one. I the but the only way Chelsea wins is uh, they're not going to win this game. Uh, well, if they no, there are there's a way. Is that it's the way they beat Tottenham? That they get reduced to like ten or nine men. That's the City way. would have to create their own. That problems. is the only way they win this game. They I mean, will make it before. Yeah, it has, but they cannot beat this team straight up. I, I especially at their place, no way. Uh, again, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I will be. I think Holland will score a goal. He loves scoring goals against Chelsea. Um, and then I don't know, the boy will get one, and then I don't know, just for 
safe keeps well without like some stupid header to like uh a kenji i don't know um <laughs> and yeah copama will score like some insignificant goal at the end of the game probably like some penalty but yeah i like city to win 3-1 give me manchester city comfortable 2-0 comfortable i i do think that chelsea having extra days off and city playing midweek will result in a slower start for city. They had extra days off against Liverpool. I just want to remind you about that. I'm 90% sure they had extra days off against Liverpool. Uh, you may be right. I, I will say, um, Jacob, I don't know if you'll remember this, but the last time city lost to Chelsea at their place was a couple weeks before that champions league final when the two faced off. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, that, that's when we—that's when they own them. Oh God, how I wish right. that those days were still around. I do remember uh, that game. That was like I think it was Ziyech scored the. It was either Ziyech or. So that was uh, a a two one victory, and Ziyech scored the game. Ziyech scored the equalizer, and then and the was winner was Alonso. scored by Marcus Alonso. God, I miss him in the second minute of stoppage time, and I miss that man. Yeah, I think a slow start for City, but. Uh, I'm going to go with – I think it'll finish 1-0. I think they'll mm-hmm. struggle for 45 to 60 minutes, and then um, I think Chelsea will feel that they can grow into the game and say we'll score late winner. Um, and we'll finish with uh, Ricardo and Andrews, Real Madrid, who I believe it's they go to Raya Vallecano. I know we talked before the show started that um, Vallecano went to Madrid and got a draw in November. Um Canaan, I know. I know we talked Madrid in the Champions League earlier. Do, do you see them continuing to perform well? I think that this is a scoreless draw. Was it a scoreless draw between the two? Yes, in a scoreless draw in November. Yes, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go kind of a crazy scoreline. I'm gonna go Viacano nil, Madrid four. I think that it, they will just. It's just too good, right? Yep. Iconos near lower mid table. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think it's kind of a situation where it's not going to, it's not going to happen again. You know, like you you kind of just go like Madrid will go, they'll be clinical, even though they played in the the midweek. I I think they're just too, maybe four goal, four goals is a lot to say in a prediction, but you know what? We'll see what happens. Why not? Seems in the world. Jacob, you, you feel confident as, about Madrid as well? I do. Uh, I think they'll give a much better performance than they gave earlier in the week against Leipzig in the Champions League. Viacano are in bad form. I just checked. They're not in a good spot right now. They haven't won in a while. I think a while. Uh, Last one was in January, early January. Wow. Yeah, they are not in great form. Uh, I like Real Madrid to win about 3-0. No. I know they beat Girona 5 like, or 4-5-0. or five, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that this would be like three nil. So Vallecano have scored the second least amount of goals in the league, um, 21 in 24 games. I just don't even see a way where they can create goal scoring opportunities. Um, I know a couple years ago they were approaching European football, but it never happened. I, I, I'm going to go two nil. I think it's going to be a, a defensive game from Vallecano looking to potentially get a draw, but, um, 
I think Madrid will just prevail in the second half. Uh, it's just too much talent. And as you mentioned, Jacob, they're going to have a better showing, I think, than what they gave us in midweek. So um, I think they'll just continue to cruise in La Liga. But um, that's all for us. Uh, Kanaan, thank you so much for uh, joining us. It was Thanks a pleasure to talk Brentford. I'm sure we'll get you tremendous. on at the end of the season as well because oh, yeah. um, I'm sure we'll want a, you know an update on how Brentford's looked. Yeah. Can um, they make the no. Champions League in like three years? I'll I'll be on <laughs> sooner than Chelsea will. At this rate, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> um, but that's all for us. Um, thank you so much for watching. And if you're still here with us, uh, check out us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, of course. But uh, yeah, just let us know if there's anything else you'd like to hear from us in the future. But uh, That's all for us. See us next time.